this is the mission. This is the purpose, right? Right. This is why we exist. This is why this program exists. Right. Exactly. But that's the power of the pen and the narrative. Mr. Royce King, I, I gotta ask you, with the years of experience all around the game, from all different levels, from your personal standpoint, when it comes to Carmel Anthony being in 2019, uh, essentially unable to play for Team USA, after we just, I know you may have caught highlights of Stephen A's interview. What is this? What is the narrative that's being spun, and why do you feel like the narrative is being spun on Kamal Anthony right now? Well, the way I see Carmelo Anthony right now, the way I will narrate it, right. my view is the league is just simply deciding that we want to move on mm-hmm. from not only Carmelo Anthony, but players like Carmelo Anthony in a similar stage. Okay, let's look at, for example, Carmelo's eight. Let's look at his body of work and his player profile. Okay. Uh, When you take all things into consideration uh, on who Carmelo is and his body of work, what Carmelo Anthony to this point has done or achieved, uh, for lack of uh, 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 better terms, also what he didn't accomplish, right? Okay. What the league may have expected to gain mm-hmm. out of Carmelo Anthony's arrival to the NBA when he came in, and was that 2003? Yeah, 2003. I right? right? Came in the same class with LeBron. Right. Carmelo Anthony just won a national title. LeBron was the best high school player. The NBA wanted to build LeBron versus Carmelo, right, for as long as they could. Right. Because it was a great high school matchup at one point, right? But those guys befriended one another. So they didn't get out of Carmelo and LeBron what they got out of Bird and Magic. Gotcha. Right? Well, see, Bird and Magic develop organically it was authentic the rivalry Mm. and so the heated competition magic in los angeles for the lakers larry bird being drafted playing for the boston celtics even though the powers that be may have had some influence over where they landed via the draft right they had no influence or control over the fact that magic johnson watched Larry Bird and wanted to beat him and Larry Bird watched Magic Johnson and wanted to beat him and that went all the way back to basically high school and college. Right. The league had nothing to do with their rivalry. Right. Much like the league really had nothing to do with eventually became their friendship. Gotcha. With Carmelo, the league has been trying to tamper with the development of relationships, in my opinion, mm. of some players. Okay. But, like everything else, people choose their own friends. And they deal with the enemies that they didn't choose or make. Gotcha. So, Team USA passing on Carmelo Anthony at this point in time is just a continuum of, Melo, we thank you for your services. Melo in a USA uniform has been the best version of himself 
ever. That's what nobody understands. But like, the optimum Carmelo Anthony is Team USA. Correct. One bronze, three golds. I mean, I, the the, res, the USA resume speaks for itself. He's like the highest. He's one of the third highest scoring in Team USA history. Because no. that's all he's needed to do on Team USA. Get bucket. Is do what he does best. Right. What LeBron, what, excuse me, Carmelo never identified or or organizations did not build around for him as an NBA player away from Team USA was a talented roster. Loaded similar to. Gotcha. It's easy to identify. The very first time he played on Team USA, I was telling everybody, I was like, yo, Melo need to be on that kind of squad. Like, somebody should just say, you know what? Let's build a team with multiple all-stars on it, and then all we got to do is have go- Melo come out and be a walking bucket. Because nobody can stop him. He's too strong on the block. Right. He's got touch on his jump shot. When people were trying to, when people were trying to say, "Oh, he didn't have a three ball," well, he got he got a three ball. He scores at all three levels. Right. Oh well, he doesn't defend. Yo, Dirk don't defend. It's a lot of great players who, quote unquote, don't defend. Right. But you can cover that up and you can hide that if you want to. Right. There's a lot of things that organizations just didn't want to do. There are benefits, if you will, that they did not want to extend to Carmelo Anthony, but they would extend it to someone else. Those are the realities of what we're dealing with. Hello, everyone. This is Tosh Slatter with GTA Sports. Want to know where I go to get my face clean like a king? Check out Bishop and Shep at H Palace, located in the Forest Manor community, right on the corner of 34th Street and Keystone. From waves and fades to liners for dreads and braids, Bishop and Shea play to change the game. Book your appointment today at hpalace.com. That's A-Y-T-C-H-P-A-L-A-C-E.com. H Palace, Barber and Beauty Salon, where kings and queens belong. Taking, taking that along with building a team around Carmelo and what he was doing in his prime, coming out of Denver in his first couple years in New York, the story that we've always been heard over and over again, and even recently with Stephen A. Smith, he brought it up to Carmelo right there on, during their one-on-one interview. He had an opportunity, supposedly, that's what's been widely reported, to set up his deal in Denver where he would have been an unrestricted free agent in 2010 along with Dwayne Wade and LeBron to join up and go to Miami. Instead, he took the five-year deal, which locked him in for more money. So he wasn't a free agent in time in 2010 and took the money to go to New York. I, I take him at his word. I mean, he, he, he made his... He I mean, said it was, Carmelo, it was a conversation, but it, Carmelo, wasn't, it wasn't written Well, in Carmelo, you know, from what I recall seeing and hearing him and his answer uh, was he was young. Right. He didn't understand understand business-wise what that would have really done for himself in his career. Um, And he he came from a mindset and a point of not leaving no money on the table. Right. All right. So you got ownership. Right. Here's here's the beauty of Carmelo Anthony. Here's why I respect Carmelo Anthony as a man. I respect his game, and I know and I see his greatness. I always have. Right. 
but Carmelo Anthony as a man represents us as a people very well because he's accountable for his decisions. Right. He didn't right? deny him excuses. He's not running. He's not else. hiding. He, he, he's he owning the fact that right. here's where I was at age such and such right. in business as a basketball player. Right. Right. And so he was more of a basketball player with abilities and skills and talents. But one of the things that, you know, we all got strengths and weaknesses and, right. and what I like to sometimes call, instead of a weakness, blind spots. Okay. Right? Right. So he had a blind spot for vision in the league and where the league was heading. Right. But LeBron had strength. LeBron, one of LeBron's strength as a player is what? His court vision. So you can't probably have court vision and not have vision in life in general, right? right, right. So LeBron had vision, and I'm sure he sat down and shared with Melo, but Melo probably was still looking at it, I'm a little bit older, I'm kind of big brother, you know what I'm saying? I am a winner like you are, but they not understanding it. They not seeing it as like, and at the same time, you know, Brian, you asking me to leave some loot on the table like that's guaranteed. Take the take how do the I know that lower. it's really gonna work? Right. Also, you know, Melo probably had to look at the fact where was LeBron in the league and where is he at in the league in terms of perception, mm. and so how does the league view? LeBron made the decision. Right. He was taking heat for that. Right. Right? Right. That he was going to go to Miami. And so because that didn't go over well, now Melo's probably like, I probably shouldn't do this. Because I don't remember all the, the timeline on all of it. Yeah. Which I, one came first. Well, Melo uh, signed his deal before. his deal before the decision. Okay. According now, not to cut you because you brought up a valid point the decision. This is a little sidebar. Uh, Skip Bayless mentioned... That in his belief, his theory on why the decision blew over so badly was because LeBron, in the midst of him going at it with the owner, didn't think the Cleveland fans would have been behind him all those years. So they blew up and started burning jerseys and everything because he didn't thank the overall fans of the organization due to his frustration with Dan Gilbert. Mm -hmm. And he, his belief, based on how it went down, is why it turned over so negatively at the time was because he didn't thank the fans and showed the love and support that they had showed him in his development, being a you know hometown hero. Yeah. And that's why they, they forgave him the second time around. And also the chip obviously made it a lot yeah. easier to forgive something shiny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that, yeah, that, that's yeah. one of the narrative too. But yeah, yeah. So so I, uh, I think that with Carmelo, according to the timeline that I got from it, he made his decision to sign that deal and get the five-year deal with more money before the decision happened. Right. Okay, so if that's what occurred, right. you still got to understand that these guys considered this. It was on the table. Right. It was a plan. And, um, again, somebody had vision for it. Probably LeBron Most brought it to the table. Right. Maybe D Wade, because he's another guy with vision. Who already had a chip. Right. So, whatever the case, mm, excuse me. Whatever the case, these guys knew that they could do this. So long as we're all free agents at the same time, right. we can make this happen. Right. Melo's opportunity came in. Melo made his choice. He made his decision. He got his money. He got paid. There it was, LeBron, Wade, 
enter Chris Bosh, they go on, they do their thing, they win their chips, and Melo never gets to an NBA Finals. Right. So, throughout all this, in terms of that timeline from there to now, Melo, now you can see it. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Man. Now you can see and you can pinpoint with accuracy where I probably should have made this decision as opposed to that decision, right? Right. Um, but if Melo can do it, organizations can do it too. Mm. Are organizations willing to do it? Did they want to do it? There was an opportunity to do it. But it's all about what's the objective and what's the agenda. Not every organization, the NBA, is trying to win a championship, regardless of how they what they keep telling their fan base. Right. I don't believe that. Right. Just by how you move. Right. Or right? Don't, or or don't move. Exactly. In the timing of your movements. Or the lack thereof. Hello everyone. This is Tosh Letter with GTA Sports. When it comes to all of my photography needs, Magic Shot Visual is just for me. With over 10 years of experience, Amir King is the definition of quality over quantity. From sporting events to family affairs, let Magic Shots capture your memories right here. Book your next event today, 765-215-4507, or visit Amir on Instagram at Magic Shots. So, I thought when Melo uh, got to New York, he had a great, what, first couple of years, they um, got injured Amari and gambled on that. Because they got Amari first. Yeah. Amari played well his right. first year there. Right. The Amari, you know, mellow thing didn't work because I think the narrative uh, that that New York media and whoever was, was making decisions as a whole, they were just listening to what the fans wanted. Whatever they thought would, you know, keep the fans spending money and selling out and all that kind of stuff. You, you, you don't send away great players from around Melo. You ask these great players to be great at what they do with Melo right. and let him be what he is. And, uh, you know, something that we, we spoke about when uh, we were together for Heat Check, and that is Melo is a killer. He gets buckets. Right. Melo is... Is clutch. He's one of those guys who's proven to be so um, on big stages. He did it in college. Right. Right. Got the chip. And in regular season games. And he did it, in my opinion, in the postseason with Denver. Okay. But that team wasn't constructed well enough for him to do it alone by himself. Right. He needed more assistance. He needed more help. That year that they got, I'm glad you brought up the Denver when 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 they made they made that happen. It was making things click. Chauncey Billups. I don't exactly remember what season it was. I think it was only one season he was there. Mm-hmm. They arguably had a shot that particular season. And I think it's because, according to once again, there's nothing narrative out there. There's plenty of them. Mellow lacked leadership skills. So. People say uh, Paul Pierce lacked leadership skills. No. Paul Pierce, the Finals MVP, yeah, he got a chance. and he's an NBA champion. So I felt like he proved that wrong. I feel so, like he, that's, so that could be the bump. So to to win a championship, 
your killer, right. your closer guy, okay. doesn't have to have so-called great leadership skills. Mm. Uh, Kyrie Irving hit the big shot against Golden State points-wise. Right. But we all know. But everybody focuses. Leader everybody focuses on LeBron as the as the visionary, as right. the leader. Right. But LeBron didn't hit the shot. True. Kyrie hit the shot. Why? Because Kyrie's a clutch killer, and he still lacks leadership. He's learning that and acquiring that skill. Right. So, again, it's called the narrative for a reason. People right. were spinning the narrative to make you look at a guy in a light where maybe you shouldn't. Look at him at in that, that life. That, that, you know that. what I mean? Don't expect that from him. Let him be what he is. For example, if you go to a store and you go to the condiment section, okay, and you see ketchup and mustard, right? Ketchup is ketchup. It looks like ketchup and it tastes like ketchup, and it's nothing more than ketchup. Gotcha. But if you start getting mad because ketchup ain't mustard, who got the problem? The ketchup or the mustard or you? The person has a problem with ketchup not being mustard. Exactly. But if I can control the narrative, I can make you think that ketchup is the problem. Because it should be mustard. It should be mustard. <laughs> but if ketchup is mustard, then where do where where do you get ketchup from? Do you need ketchup? Like that, that's a but if you didn't need ketchup, why would somebody ever create ketchup? Right. That's right. Why would ketchup exist? Why are we even talking about? You see what I'm saying? Let Carmelo be Carmelo. Score 2012. He does scoring champion. Come that, on, man. That, he does what he does. does. Yeah. He is who he is. Yeah. Once you know who he is as a player, card now it's your job as a general manager to say, okay, my team needs to plug in a walking bucket. I need a bucket getter. Period. All right, now, what do I need from this bucket getter to uh, secure minutes and bring value? Enter Oklahoma City Thunder. Listen, you're talking about really royally messing something up? Marty Ruin Mello. That that one season. They should have allowed Mello... To be exactly who Melo was, and that was the guy who closed games. Melo should have been what KD was. As in, this is the guy you should be deferring to to close the game and get the buckets. Put him in the best scoring positions because he can make shots. We know he can make shots. Right. Right? Allow him to be covered and protected. Don't expose him. Don't betray him in the media. Don't say things like, well, he doesn't defend. Don't say he doesn't rebound. Check his player card. I think he's probably up to 7.8 or 8 rebounds per game for the life of his career. And if it's dip, it's probably because recent seasons. But they used to say Melo didn't didn't rebound. Melo can score. Melo can rebound. Melo... Learn to to play make and get other people involved. Dude, his like seven average is seven rebounds, six point five seven rebounds. There you go. He's a small forward. He came into the league as a small forward. Now with positionless basketball, because now people are aware of how strong he is. You want to sometimes classify or ask him to play power forward. Hey, 
Y'all playing word games, adjusting the narrative so it's convenient for you and not for him. You inconvenience him. You make him look like he's some kind of, you know, not so good. Well, he's only this. Well, he's only that. You play him out of position. You play his life and his value out of position, which which is unfair to... What he brings to the game of basketball as a whole, right? And then what happens because that's his livelihood, it's his craft, it starts to touch him mentally and emotionally, right? Right. Now you got this guy who's great as his craft, but you're always talking negative about what he does. You're never satisfied with what he produces, and he's. He's asking questions when he shouldn't be asking any questions about who he is and what he does. Y'all dismantle him to the point where he's questioning everything about himself. That's almost like losing his identity. Hello, everyone. This is Ty Slatter with GTA Sports. Want to know where I go to get my face clean like a king? Check out Bishop and Shep at H Palace, located in the Forest Manor community, right on the corner of 34th Street and Keystone. From waves and fades to liners for dreads and braids, Bishop and Shea play to change the game. Book your appointment today at hpalace.com. That's A Y T C H P A L A C E.com. H Palace, Barber and Beauty Salon, where kings and queens belong. That's their objective to rob you of your identity, no matter who you are. You understand kind of some things that we were talking about in the green room area, right? Uh, we won't get into that right now, but it's always working. He averaged 24 points a game. For his career. For 16 years. For 16 years, he's 24 points, basically seven rebounds. How many assists? Three. Three assists. That's good for a small forward. That's good for a guy that you claim doesn't and share the ball. Took a dip that's good for a couple seasons. That's good for a guy that you say uh, is a ball stopper. Man. He's not. See, that's a bad word that they put on Melo. He's a ball stopper. No, he's not a ball stopper. You just know that when the ball touches his hands, you expect the shot to go up because he's that good. He can score the ball. It's just like they used to say uh, Zebo was the black hole. Zach Randolph. Yeah. When the ball go into Zach, it's probably not coming back out. Why? Because can't nobody guard Zach. He getting buckets down there. He's scoring or he getting fouled going to the free throw line. So why should the ball come back out if I can get a bucket? Right. But if it behooves you to create something negative about me so you can get me up out of here when it's convenient for you. You see what I'm saying? Like, this is the game that they play. They'll introduce... Would they want to be your thread that unravels your career? This is what we can do to unravel this guy's career when we're ready. We'll just pull this thread and then we'll beat this as, you know, he doesn't this, he doesn't that, he doesn't this, he doesn't that. That's what they did to Allen Iverson. Iverson came in the same guy that he went out as, that he is today, because he could never be anyone else. He could only be himself. So, if I can find out what makes you who you are, and then use that against you, you'll never overcome. Without 
a traumatic change. And if there's a traumatic change, then that change probably going to equate to I broke you. I broke you down from where you were in your mind in terms of elevation. You were high-minded, not in arrogance, but you thought highly of yourself, right? You understood your worth. You understood your value. You had self-esteem. But if I can make you question all of that, rewrite the story. Now everybody is questioning you. And now when you didn't entertain all that for probably a decade, you ignored people and you just kept doing your job. Now you want to do your job, but they're not. we're not giving you job opportunities anymore. Now people that you wouldn't even talk to about these things, yeah, you're on the circuit like a tour, like, give me a shot. Pleading your case. Pleading. Begging. Explaining yourself. When there's nothing to explain. Nothing. They did this, not you. Exactly. So what should you do? Take the money that you made, learn from the decisions that you made or didn't make, right? Be a good steward over your finances, have, get some vision if you don't have one, right? Get with people who have vision that might be able to help you with investments and decisions and all that to expand right. your brand. You're still Carmelo Anthony. But your brand's you're, taking a hit right you're, now. You're, you're, you're still, you, you still did all the things that you've done. Yeah. But like you said, the brand can be taking hits and suffering. It's like your, your stock, stock is dropping. Because you keep knocking on these doors and they don't answer, your value drops. Because word get out, hey, they ain't let him in either. Oh, so he when when they take your sound bites and make you sound desperate, they take the clips. You mean to tell me, out of the thirty teams in the league, I can't make a fifteen man roster? They take those small pieces of a genuine conversation and blow up the small piece that makes you sound worthless. Why? So you understand exactly how the narrative really works. Right. You understand exactly why we're here. You know exactly what we're doing. This is the mission. This is the purpose, right? Right. This is why we exist. This is why this program exists. That's why it's needed. Exactly. Because we got to police these fake police. We got to expose the liars. Ring the alarm. There's people out here lying. There's people out here cutting and splicing and editing for their advantage so that you could fall a uh, victim to the clickbait. Mm. And then now you're running around having a conversation that you probably wouldn't have if you heard everything in its context from start to finish. Right. Right? You could decipher. All you're getting is broken code. And if you're not well informed, if you don't think for yourself, then you'll never see the truth. Hello, everyone. This is Ty Sletter with GTA Sports. When it comes to all of my photography needs, Magic Shot Visual is just for me. With over 10 years of experience, Amir King is the definition of quality over quantity. From sporting events to family affairs, let Magic Shots capture your memories right here. Book your next event today. 765-215-4507 or visit Amir on Instagram at Magic Shots.
So my 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 consulting uh to Carmelo would be let it go. Don't be anywhere you're not wanted in value. Let it go. You earn what you earn. You're as good as you are. Your son is 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 following your footsteps. He's going to be a great player. Continue to build him. But now you got to focus on him, much like LeBron focuses on his, and you got to protect him because these people out here that he wants to work for, he wants to probably work in the NBA. You know, right? You need to let them know how they'll do him when they're done. Be- because they did you. And they'll do him if he gives them the chance and the opportunity. They're going to smile in his face. They're going to, you know, give you this, give you that. Like, yeah, you're a company man, but you're, you're kind of not. Hmm. LeBron's a company man, but he's, he's kind of not. Right. You know? Right. AI is a company man, but he's kind of not, you know? So, this is what it is. A lot of teams, a lot of players, uh, Carmelo Anthony is good enough to remain in the NBA. Facts. Uh, Will he have a team to play for this year? No. Um, Is that bad or wrong? No, I don't think it's bad or wrong. It's just a decision that's been made. And, again... As a fan of Carmelo Anthony, you know, the player and the man, I want him to come to grips with it. You know, I want him to accept it, and I want him to use basketball uh, because the basketball itself is pure. Right. The game, as it's being managed sometimes by the company, has some impurities doesn't mean we don't appreciate or have love for the NBA brand. We do. You know what I'm saying? But no one is 100% in agreement with every business's decisions. Right. You know, so we're just dealing with the fact that, okay, there are just certain things that I don't agree with, but I don't have to agree. It's, yeah, I don't have that kind of power. Right. I don't have the final say so. And they're they're a business, and it's for entertainment. And that's what look, Carmelo has to remember: it's an entertainment business. And if they don't find your game entertaining anymore, then you have to get off stage. If not, you're embarrassing yourself. Right. You go to show. You go to New York. You go to Apollo Theater. If you're entertaining, you get to keep on entertaining. If not, Sandman, so you and if, off the court. Thank you, bro. That's life. That's why everybody loves Apollo. They keep it real. Because everybody can relate to life. Right. Bar imitates life too. That's so, I mean. Beautiful. Right. Beautiful. Right. Very well said. Exactly. And, I mean, I guess with Melo, it's like go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. Because here's the thing. Here's the option that they that, that people are throwing out there now for in case he doesn't come. Let's, let's be hypothetical and say he doesn't come to Bristol right away. Ego has to get checked. He even mentioned that in the interview too. That you know that was ego here for him to be where he's at right now. And even those last couples in the ten games he played with Houston, talked about how that made him feel. And he kind of started questioning: Do I still got it? Am I, am I still me? Am I still mellow? 
I'm, my services are no longer needed. What did I do? You, you try to what you did wrong. And it's not just anything wrong, but the game just moved on without you, you know. And in some cases, it took the rug on your feet. But the option that's out there that he may try to do if he's not quite come to grips with it yet, out of those teams we mentioned that can use, that can always use a walking bucket, there are teams out there you know, like we mentioned earlier, uh, probably off the record, about teams being championship teams and teams that you know just by looking at how they move and when they move, you're not, you don't plan on winning a chip this year. But you can use a shooter. You can use somebody that could give you 20 points a game. But if that's not your agenda or that's not your game plan, it doesn't fit. But what you also have is teams that have what I believe is called an injury waiver where they enough players get injured and they bring certain players on because certain players might be out for six months or however long. I mean, bottom line. I'm just saying. But I'm, I'm not saying he should do that. I don't recommend it. I don't think it's healthy if a, team, if a, if a league basically said we don't need you anymore, but then we'll, we'll use you for a month. I don't think I don't think that's my, fair. I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's Brandon's my, that my type plea, of My plea again to Carmelo Anthony. Um, I don't recommend it. To the people, it, to the people who could, you know, get word to Melo is just quit while you're ahead. At this point, why your brand is still what it is? It's not even about the brand. This just about. I know Melo and AI played together. When I watch with Melo's experience, and I feel like I'm watching Allen Iverson's experience all over again. And You're not the only person that and, said and, that. And, and they're, they're yeah. not the same guy. Right. But they're being treated like they were the same guy. Essentially. Like birds of a feather flock together, so forth and so on. You know, uh, again, Carmelo Anthony should, could be on any roster. Any roster. Every team needs what Carmelo has to offer. Every single team. No NBA team is an overabundance of scores. The name of the game is put the ball in the hole and the team with the most points wins. Right. Carmelo Anthony can contribute to that. So when you get into all the other things and all the other conversations people want to have around and about Carmelo, uh, as Melo said in his interview with Stephen A., who wants to sit down and talk to him about it? I even shared on Twitter uh, some comments uh, where uh, Earl Watson was interviewed from his days when he played with Carmelo. He's like, Melo, a great teammate. You know, Chauncey said the same thing. Everybody knows who Melo is. Melo's, again, Melo's a great guy. He's a great teammate. But um, there are judgments being passed and rendered about Carmelo. But it's not Melo. This is what I need people to hear. It's the organizations. It's the decision makers. It's it's those who can do. The can-doers, in terms of GMs, don't want to have this conversation with Melo. They don't want to talk to Melo. They don't want to be the guys to go against whatever is out there right now. And right now, it seems like there is a... A directive, a direct order sent out to the league. Come on, we're not doing business with Carmelo Anthony any longer. Period. As a player on a roster, doesn't mean Melo won't make the Hall of Fame. AI made the Hall of Fame. Get a jersey retired from Denver. All that kind of stuff. Like, look, we'll do a fanfare thing, but we need Carmelo to come to grips with. We're not employing you anymore as a player, so let it go. 
So that's why I say again, the sooner he stops trying to get a job as Carmelo Anthony, the ball player, the sooner you can get back to feeling the love and the appreciation. Because that's what happened with AI. As long as AI kept trying to play, go overseas, got a contract, blah, 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 didn't matter. You still don't have to answer all these questions because people are going to continue to hammer you because you're trying to be a player. We don't want you playing nowhere because you're too big of a draw. Right. You're still a gate. Mm. You see? You're still a jersey sale. Mm. AI still has some good time. I mean, he's an icon. Right. So whether you thought he had great years left or not. He was still taking them wherever he's at. I mean, he's still Allen Iverson. Right. People still coming out to see Allen Iverson. But if people are coming out to see Allen Iverson, then what about this new player and this new brand that I'm trying to build? Mm. He overshadows. Because you're an icon. Hello everyone, this is Tosh Slatter with GTA Sports. Wanna know where I go to get my face clean like a king? Check out Bishop and Shep at H Palace, located in the Forest Manor community, right on the corner of 34th Street and Keystone. From waves and fades to liners for dreads and braids, Bishop and Shep play to change the game. Book your appointment today at hpalace.com. That's A-Y-T-C-H-P-A-L-A-C-E.com. H Palace, Barber and Beauty Salon. Where kings and queens belong. That's kind of what Jericho Angelo said about Team USA that he would he would be a big distraction for the team, which is true. What we're trying to do. Which is, look at the team; mm-hmm. they're trying to launch the careers of a lot of new young faces. And Melo's they're not, they're not saying that. Well, that's like, that's here's like, what people yeah. don't want to say, right? And we're going to say it here because this is this is a part of the truth of the narrative. Melo's bad for business. He's bad for NBA business right now. Because he's Carmelo Anthony. Right. And you should be treated a certain way when you're still good and you're playing and producing and closing games and all that. Like, everybody knows what he's capable of. Right. But that slows the transition down to going young with the youth movement. So, unless Melo is going to walk in and defer by design to keep getting them checks, i.e. Jared Dudley and Vince Carter. He had opportunities to do that. He didn't want to do it. It's not he that laughed, it's he not laughed that, at the idea. Nah, I don't want to say that he laughed at the idea. He laughed because of the moments where people were suggesting that he do things and they were already beginning to try to reveal to him, like, bro, you're going down the AI route because we as media are suggesting to you that you come off the bench and you're not getting it. It's kind of like the universe is trying to give them a hint that right. we're about to come for you, but you don't hear it and you're, you're not, laughing. You're not ready. You're because not ready. you're asking Sam Presti like, hey, they saying I should come off the bench. But he's being honest because the truth was, I'm sure Sam Presti and them never talked to him about when you get to OKC, we probably want you to come off the bench. Right. If they had told Melo he, they wanted him to come off the bench, he would have made a decision based on all of that. Right. Here's, again, what people are doing. They're robbing this man of being truthful. They're not being truthful. They're not dealing with integrity. Mm. They're saying one thing right. and then doing another. And, he gets there. and he's behaving and governing himself based off the information that you gave him. 
You sold one. So if you if you only so if you sell them a a phone a a six plus iPhone and it's only got whatever the number update is when the iPhone six came out, you can't get mad that uh, he ain't got the latest update. If you ain't send it to him, right? If his phone don't receive it, if his phone don't got the capabilities for the use of those functions, you see what I'm saying? Are, you, are you saying that Daryl Murray, who's the GM of the Houston Rockets, for those that don't know, was more upfront with him, and that's why it only lasted ten games? Because I mean, it seems it seems to me that the conversation went differently with that because he was deferred. To I still him. don't think he got. The truth from Daryl Morey. Mm. I mean, they just made a decision to to take matters into their own hands, where it wasn't up to Carmelo, because mm. they the owners, because uh, they control the roster. He only started two of those ten games. They are the owners. They represent ownership. Right. They control the roster. Right. Right. So you could be healthy, Carmelo Anthony. You could be doing everything we ask you to do, but. I can still decide, like, well, I know you did do everything I asked you to do, but I won't fire you. It's just like a regular job. That's what people don't want to accept. That sometimes sports business functions just like a regular job. You can go to your job. Let's say you worked in the rent-to-own business, and you've been doing your job, selling products, or if you was an account manager, you know, Closing your route, getting people to come in and pay and all that and so forth and so on. But if they decide, you know what, we want to let you go, you go. Doesn't matter. That's what happens to Carmelo Anthony right now. Hmm. None of the teams, with each team represents the NBA company. The company brand is the NBA. It's a revenue-sharing league. So you got 30 teams to apply to. If no one wants to hire you, you have to accept that you can't get a job here. It's no different than Patrick Ewing not being able to get an NBA job as a head coach. Mm. If they don't want to hire you, that's their right. What are we... we we can't make an issue where it's really not an issue. This is everyday life. It's people that want to work for certain companies, but they don't have the requirements. Gotcha. Some companies don't hire, quote unquote, older people. Some companies won't hire middle-aged people. Because they're like, nah, you still in that middle group where you could probably go and get a better job. And we only hire certain folks. In my opinion, fast food. I use McDonald's in particular. Okay. McDonald's hires the high school, straight out of high school, and the young, like maybe college, like freshman, sophomore, right? Right. And then they'll leap all the way up and they'll grab the so-called senior citizen. Gotcha. The person who's already put in 20 or 30 years somewhere else and now is just doing this maybe for like a little extra money. Gotcha. You know, but if you're in the middle, you just graduated college, like, nah, you probably going to leave if you get a better offer. 
if you in your 30s and you got a, a, a resume with a history of good jobs uh-uh. that pay good money, we ain't messing with you. You're not going to stay. Right. Because we're not going to pay that much to work crew or work cashier. Right. And you don't have a history in fast food, so you're not going to be a, a store manager. You're not going to be a district or regional. Mm. You see? Yeah. So you got to fit the brand or the industry. And if you don't fit anymore, you got to move on. You got to start over. So that's where I think Carmelo is. And I wish him the best, man, because look, he, he, he was a great entertainer on the basketball court. At this point, what do you have to offer? I think he has plenty to offer. Right. You can get paid for doing what we're doing. Talk. Talk. Do what everybody else has done. Shift. Write a book. Do an autobiography of your playing career. Write a book. Do a movie. You know, if you're going to do a tour, finance it. You know what I mean? And do a tour that you want to do. Not fighting back. Not fussing with the league. And all that kind of stuff. No, I don't do that kind of tour. This is a kind of tour almost like what Kobe did. Right. After he was actually out of the league. Right. Not a farewell tour. No. But a tour that's like, hey, you remember me, Carmelo Anthony, and then it's just all the good highlights. Like they try to run and kill Carmelo's career by like some missed highlights where he missed some layups and shots to Houston. I'm like, yo, who did that Damn, and why? Yeah, but like both, that's them last two. It was damaging. Hey man, that's an assault. That was critical. That's what you call uh 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 what you call that slander. That's like slandering the man's he game. He said, "I want to play," and you show him breaking. None of those clips he made. Assassinate shot. He got blocked by Anthony Davis. Try to assassinate his career, bro. And try to assassinate his career, like, hey. We trying to we try to you know bury you quietly, but you don't want you don't want to now we got you don't want to go kicking it. He trying to go kicking and screaming. Don't go kicking and screaming. Just just let him walk you out the door. Let him let him show you the taxi or the cab or show you to your limousine. Get in and be like, hey, you had a nice run. Hello everyone. This is Tosh Letter with GTA Sports. When it comes to all of my photography needs, Magic Shot Visuals just for me. With over 10 years of experience, Amir King is the definition of quality over quantity. From sporting events to family affairs, let Magic Shots capture your memories right here. Book your next event today, 765-215-4507, or visit Amir on Instagram at Magic Shots. Here's my thing. Another piece of that interview with Stephen Smith that, that stood out to me was his statement of saying, I feel like I'm in limbo. I, I just need them to, to somebody to talk to me and let me know what it is, what's going on, and then I can move on with other things. So he's not so, listening. He's not. Listening. It, it, it's, that's what I'm saying. To go to like, let's say you just say he could do what we do. He could talk. He could write a book. Do a movie. He alluded to I can do other things, but in, in the innuendo type of way, it's a little one to. I don't want to do those things. Yet. I still want to play ball because that's what he said. He quoted him on it. I still struggling. want to play. He's power struggling. Yeah, you can go play. Right. Just not here. There you go. Go go do what you've been doing. Go to the gym and go play. Go open run and go play. If you and you've wanna, been doing that. If you want to you, you go overseas and play, then go play. It, but what's going to be hard for him uh, is, like you said, he's a man of pride. And he ego. Did, did, did right? And he's, he's struggling with that still. He's still struggling with it. As much as he's trying to say he's better or he's over or He's still struggling. 
Here's here's why I love Stephon Marbury. I knew he's gonna bring him up. I knew I knew he's gonna I, bring him up. Here's I why I love Stephon Marbury, the player and the man. Right. Because he understood. He had vision. He recognized what the league was doing. He caught it. And how they were coming at him. So he didn't fight the league. He said, you know what? Cool. Take, take my money and go. I got money. I got vision. I got creativity and imagination, right? He has all the intangibles and the things that make you a great human being. And what did he do? He left the country, basically. And he went to China. And what did he do? He won. He won. He showed that he I've won. always been a winner. Right. He went to China, became a winner. <laughs> you know, they built a statue and erected it in China. Stefan Marburg came from New York. Got a statue. Got a statue in China. They love him in, in China. China. <laughs> so what he did is he opened his eyes and he leveraged his time and his celebrity in the NBA and he made it work for him. So that's 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 called wisdom, right? And you're talking about a guy who who had he's one with himself. An identity. He has peace with himself. That's why I love his, his name on, on social media. Peace Star. Come on, man. He's saying something. You got to find peace, Star. If you're going to be a star, a superstar in the league, you got to have peace within yourself. He, he went where he was celebrated and not tolerated and embraced it. They celebrate him in China. They were celebrating the idea that he would come to China. And then he delivered on that. So the celebration continues. Right? Still. Exactly. To your point. But back to my point about Melo, power struggling. He doesn't want to do that. It's, it's, just, it's sad. It's much like, uh, it's like you intensely want to follow the AI plan. And you shouldn't follow the AI plan. You should learn from AI and not follow the AI plan. Don't fight it. Let it go. See, just seeing a, a player of his caliber <laughs> go out like this. It, it, it shouldn't have to be this way. Dwayne Wade, LeBron, they, they're different individuals. Everybody's an individual. Just because you were all drafted of, together. All of it went out kind of painfully. It just, it's just perception. Yeah. Hey, D-Wade went out. It was painful to watch D-Wade do that. I mean, honestly, like, there was nothing entertaining to me to watch D-Wade go around swap every jerseys. team and swap jerseys. Like, that's who you are now? Initially, you I mean, jersey first, swap guy. Right, the, the first couple times, I was like, like okay, but then... Yeah. Eh, now you're doing yeah. it every game where it was yeah. jersey swap guy. You know, guys you swapping, right. I'm like, they ain't on that team no more. So what, what's the value of, the, like, the, the free agency changed all of that. Like, how do you... <laughs> like, how do you, but how do you explain that? all it proves that? is that some guys got it, that they had to go, and, and they took advantage of, okay, well, how can I go... And show to the league that I know y'all showing me the door and I'm accepting it. And I'm not fighting you. So don't come for me. You see what I'm saying? Okay, no, no so that, to me that's what So it, are you saying that Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade both saw it coming and accepted it, or are you saying it took them some time? Because I didn't say anything about it taking anybody time. I'm still saying they, I mean they, all that matters, I don't care how much but, time it takes, right. as long as you see it before it destroys you. Right, okay. Melo's letting it destroy him. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. He he didn't see it. Right. Even though the jersey swap was kind of... And he's still not seeing it. And now now it's the elephant in the room. And you're talking all about and around this elephant, but you're not... Addressing it. Come on, man. It's you. Right. It's not them anymore. Now you're just not walking away. Dirk. Dirk. 
been in compliance for probably like the last four years. That's why he was able to buy all that time and hang around. As uh, Dallas was trying to find, you know, like, who's the next guy after Dirk? Let's try Harrison Barnes. Right. It didn't work, so Dirk still was there. Then they get Luka. Now they got Luka Doncic. And it's like, okay, Dirk's still here. And they go and get Porzingis in the trade deadline. Nah, no deal, basically. Right. So now Dirk is like, okay, I get it. Y'all got Luka. We got Bump, got uh, Porzingis. You got a legitimate MVP candidate on the roster now. Because people forget what Porzingis was doing before that ACL tear. Yeah. Porzingis is going to win league MVP within the next five years. I'll go on record and say that right here, right now. The unicorn. The All he has to do is stay healthy. And if he stays healthy, he's got an MVP with his name on it. It's coming within the next five years. He's that good. He was that good. I told everybody that Giannis was good enough to be league MVP, and he was going to win the league MVP. That, that one there. That, He's that, got one, he right? Got one. All yeah. right. So, so, like, if you really been around this game, and I've been, you know, privileged to be around the game and view it and watch it since basically seven years old, first time I saw Dr. J, bro, I'm 47. Now I got 40 years of watching the same company, watching the same brand. Watching guys and understand like one great player begets another great player who begets another great player who begets another great player. So I know who every guy actually looks like, mm. who he reminds me of. I, I can see it in his play. I can see it in his walk. I can hear it in his talk. And then I can also hear guys that like, you know, he's just not even an NBA player. I'll say again here what I said to some guys in New York. Frank Nittakina is not an NBA basketball player. He shouldn't be on the roster. Oh. But they're selling his jersey in NYC like he a player. <laughs> He's not a player. But that's the power of the pen and the narrative that they keep Man. talking about him like he needs an opportunity. An opportunity to do what? He's already been given opportunities. Don't they practice? Don't they got training camp? Doesn't he have a player card with a game log with minutes that he's been on the court? Well, if he hasn't done anything, he should be gone. But he's occupying a spot that could be Carmelo's spot. Oh, but Carmelo that's, left. That, that, that probably does it with Carmelo. It just, I just hope that he, he figures it out sooner rather than later. I agree. I hope so because uh, it's like you're gonna. I mean, you're gonna end your career when you're ready. But to be compared to LeBron, everything, what he's still doing, he's got his three years left on his deal. I just don't think that's fair to Carmelo. Yeah, I wouldn't compare Carmelo that, to not, LeBron that, James. That, that's not fair. Yeah. yeah. But nobody's interested in playing fair. I just want you to go away. When you Just think about it. When you were uh, the big brother, you got a little brother, a little sister, okay. and you just want them to go away, are you – when you you can start out nicely, be like, "Hey, leave me alone. Just go play in your room. Mm. I'm not trying to do that right now. Right. right. I, I'll do that with you later. Right. No, I want you to do it now. I wanna, I wanna. No, look, go away. Now, what's gonna happen is you might intensify, or you might raise your voice, you or you might try to, you know, bribe them. You know, you might say a lot, a variety of things. But when it keeps on going, when little sister, little brother keeps on going. And they just won't stop. It might get to a point where you just be like, hey, man, 
just go sit down and shut up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It might come off a little mean. Right. It might come off a little cruel. Right. Right? Right. But that was not your intentions in the very beginning, was it? Mm. But what took it there? Not doing that kitchen. Non-compliance. Right. Disagreement. They disagree with you. Carmelo is disagreeing with the NBA's assessment for how they want to run their business. When all he needs to do is agree. And everything can get back to the love. Let's love Melo again. Within, I would say within uh, 18 months, 18 to 24 months, once Melo actually decides to walk away from the NBA and, and everything that he's doing now, trying to get a team to sign him, they'll go back to showing him love. If he conducts himself like he's really accepted it. Because it took AI almost two years or three years removed from the game to like accept it. Yeah. But once he got back to just like appreciating the game and showing love to the game and what it did for him and what it's allowing him to still do today, the NBA was quick to, you know, let's bring him back. Let's take advantage again. What? Let's exploit his name and value again. We all have value. Sometimes our values rise and they fall. We have a timeline, right? We got a birth date. We got DOB. In between, hey man, that thing gonna go up and down. And it's much like you said, if you're wise, you can always be on the rise if you just keep on going where you celebrate. You gotta keep finding where they celebrate you. You got sometimes you literally physically have to geographically make a move, right? And not stay where you're not getting the love, where you're not getting the opportunity. But if somebody else has value, they see your value. It's it, it again, it's a trade off. Melo just not taking advantage of where he's valuable right now. He's trying to be valuable as a player. And they're trying to tell him you're not valuable as a player. Doesn't mean you you weren't a great player. Melo was a great player. You may still think that you are a great player. But you're 34. You're in year 17. 35. 35, okay. Like, bro, right? No, you're not. There's a reality that you're not. There's a certain reality that you are not what you were. The prime. I stand by this. You heard me say it many, many times since we've been knowing each other. Absolutely. Prime time for any athlete is age 28 to 32. That's the prime years. Doesn't mean players don't uh, win MVPs at age 24 and 25. Doesn't mean you can't do great exploits from 18 it to just 27. Means you have- it just means at 28 to 32... Those are, should be your best years mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. And guess what happens once you hit 32? The book that is written on you is decline. Mm. Whether you st- your stats have declined or not. Can you plateau for it's a couple of years? 28 <laughs> to 32. Can you, can you plateau? Can you? I'm talking about the thing. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean I got to write it as a plateau. Right, but you still got to come down. It's my it. pen. Right. <laughs> it's my paper. I can write whatever I want to write. Right. This is the mission. 
This is the purpose, right? right. This is why we exist. This is why this program exists. Right. Exactly. But that's the power of the pen and the narrative.